Hello, and welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast, hosted by David and Seth. It's me! <laughs> and Forrest. It's also me! Here we are, in the draft dome, trying to figure out the best 15 games in gaming of 2020. And we're going to give it to you live, from 15 to number 1. Here we go. At Radio City Music Hall. No, I we said are. we're at the, the draft dome. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's they're, they're located in the same place. Okay, fair at, enough. At the draft dome, this <laughs> is the, the, Suplex the Sticks. Right. Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> in the draft dome. <laughs> um. Su- Suplex Stadium. <laughs> there we we're go. Live. Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of that. All right. So, everyone. We should, we should sponsor an NFL stadium. Uh, what is taking like fifty bucks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. it it can't be that much. Uh, it can't be more than everything we own combined, right? <laughs> right. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that UCF Stadium doesn't have a name. That stimulus like money will come in handy. Okay, that got too real. So, the, time to talk the, about fake things. The, the the plan is everyone. So, we have decided to each of us have foregone doing our own top five or top ten list, and we have decided to group together to give you the ultimate top fifteen games of twenty twenty. Yes, uh, that we played or came out of twenty twenty. No guarantees. Yeah. Yeah, there's As a couple to... there's a couple on my maybes that I did play this year but are older games. But I'm trying to I'm gonna try and uh shy away from using those even though some of them are good, but ideally games that came out this year or that we played this year. I mean that's what that's how it's been in the past, generally. Yeah. Last year we did suplexatives. That was interesting, but we're always trying to spice it up here. At Suplex the Sticks. Yeah, we got we want new and compelling content. And if you don't remember last year's episode, I went back and listened, and I had what I can only assume was COVID nineteen before I went on my honeymoon <laughs> cruise uh, because I was dying, and I'm surprised Forrest didn't yeah, catch it. Uh, I was going back through our messages from last year earlier today, and I saw you mention that you were getting you got the flu or something like that, and you gave it to someone, and I I literally said, "Oh man, I'm so thankful I dodged that." Yeah, man, I don't know, know how because we have sit thought? here and share a mic. <laughs> yeah, this is a suplex exclusive, a suplex exclusive, if you will. David is patient zero of COVID in the United States. Uh, man. He spread it on a cruise. And then it got to China. (laughs) Oh, no. I was... Oh, man. So, everyone, we're going to do this list in snake draft format, uh, which if you don't know what that is, you'll figure it out pretty quick. Um, And it's going to be pretty exciting. Yes. Um, Rather than coming together off the air and putting our creating a collective top 15 that makes sense instead we are going to take turns choosing games to arbitrarily place in the list and that will just be what the list is some of our favorite games might get left out yeah and if one of us likes a game but another person didn't like the game and they have a 
an earlier pick, well, that game's going to end up lower on the list than the other people might want it to be. Yeah. That's what I expect Forrest to do, so just <laughs> be prepared for the rage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and of course, we will be here to break it down pick by pick, like our buddy Todd McShay and that guy with the hair. I forget his name. <laughs> guy with the hair. That's a lot of guys. Um, two guys. Oh, wait, yeah. I guess a lot of guys have hair. So so I do also want to throw it. So last year, uh, we talked about things we... We talked about mm. how some of the things that we talked about we were excited for aged. And we actually didn't end up talking last year about anything we were excited for for 2020 <laughs> besides the fact that new consoles were coming out. Wow. Um, how prescient was that? Right. So <laughs> I want to make sure at the end of this show that we talk about things we're excited for for next year. That, that will might definitely possi- happen. That will possibly happen. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, let's start with number 15. David, David Ward. You, you are on the clock. You can't I'm say that, you're, that yourself is on the clock. It's not how it works. All right. Well, I, I, I was starting. So, you tell me I'm on the clock. Well, you, I just did. You're on the clock. Hmm. Okay. So, I've got some good choices here. You're wasting time. The, no, I have time. <laughs> You're on the clock, Dave. Wait, we need I a know. yeah. We need a timer. That's one oh. thing we did not think of. Uh, Forrest, grab your phone and start a timer. We'll give each person a minute. No, so I, yeah, okay. I guess a minute is fine. Yeah, that's fine. So I, I was thinking like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, like they do in the first round of the NFL draft, but that oh might gosh, be too long. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You're seven seconds in. Okay. <laughs> so I've got a good list here. But the thing is, I know a lot of it is not going to make it higher. And I don't think that some of these are going to be chosen. Um, So my worry... uh, I'm going to throw it out there early. And I'm going to say... My my, my pick is in. I know what I'm going to pick. (laughs) Number 15 on Suplex the Sticks list of games for 2020 a short hike Ooh. played by me on the nintendo switch i didn't want to put it too much higher because my next pick is quite a bit of ways into the draft but this game was very special to me no no, no the timer's good now <laughs> all right um so this game is very special to me it it is a as the title implies a short game it's about four hours if you decide to try to do everything um, but the replayability and the things that added to the Switch version from the PC version was a lot. Um, they added a boat and stuff. And it had a really good emotional resonance with me. Uh, and the That's what I'm all about. Yeah. It had a real impactful ending and the music was pleasant and the sound design. Um, did either of you play this game? No. No. I actually own it, though, on PC. So it's... <laughs> You know, it's one that I've wanted to get in. And when it came out, I was like, hmm, I already have this on PC. I shouldn't really buy it on Switch, even though I know I'm probably only going to play it if I get it on Switch. Uh, so, but it is, it's one that I definitely want to come back to and check out because everyone says it's great. I definitely recommend you do that, especially since, you know, it can be beaten in one afternoon if you sit down and just 
uh, enjoy it and explore. Um, it's it's a very beautiful game that I appreciate and love a lot. I've gone back to it a couple times, even though there isn't anything new for me to do. I just kind of explore the island as my little self, little bird self. So <clears throat> that is number 15 on the list. Well, there you go. Number 15. Mark it down. Forrest, you are now on the clock. Uh, I'm going to be a lot quicker than David was on picking mine. Uh, my number 14 for me is going to be Kingdom Hearts wait, Melody wait. of Memory. Oh, oh. Uh, sorry, bud. Kingdom yeah. Hearts Melody of Memory. Because um, I know it's not going to get any higher up on this list. <laughs> I mean, does it deserve the spot that you're giving it? But I'm I, almost going to argue dig- no. I digress. Uh, but like the the thing that really sold this for me, uh, like is just like a bunch of like the ending credits is entirely why this is here. Um, because at the end, um, the credits are rolling and you're still playing through the music that's playing. Um, but over the course of the credits, a bunch of the characters throughout the Kingdom Hearts uh, like games like start floating with you through the abyss of credits that you're playing through and it just made me really emotional because the the music builds up um to basically everyone being there and it like it's just big emotional moments like that that hit me really hard and always have and always will um but it's not enough to say that the game is like good or anything (laughs) um like i i enjoyed it a lot i for one want to take umbrage with this pick being above a short hike (laughs) <laughs> yeah sorry bud kind of a. I mean Listen. if we're if we're doing graft draft not graft rates draft grades i'm gonna have to give this one like got a c minus at best that's fair i mean you did this say... is a year this is a year where you you got actual kingdom hearts remind on the board a game that i that's know you true. played that is true and you're 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 scraping the bottle at bottom of the barrel here here I really I am. Gotta, I gotta. I say. forgot that that was this year. Well, to be you honest, know, you gotta you gotta do your homework. This is what your scouting department is supposed to do. <laughs> it's what you pay those people for. Ironically, I did do other homework, just <laughs> not on Remind. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, shoot. Well, right. well, you can't take yep, it. Back. I can't take it back. And you did. Seth did say, "Be prepared for the rage of my picks." Yeah, <laughs> I'm bringing it. <laughs> I'm bringing it. <laughs> Oh, I feel. Uh, yeah. David, as as the only other person in this trio who played it, what do you, what do you what do you have to say about Melody of Memory? Uh, don't play it on the Nintendo Switch because it's <laughs> framey. It it was it's, fine for me. It's framey and a rhythm game. Were you playing it on the hardest mode? No, I was doing okay. That's standard. why, because the moment a lot of notes get on screen and you start to have to really focus on the beat, and then it you know there's a lot of notes and then frames and it's great to have your frame rate drop in a music game that's Um, fair on standard i found myself i found myself vibing really well with the music going on at the time and like my inputs like i was getting myself into really good rhythm really the standard mode is absurdly easier than proud that's fair like there's david did you did you spend most of it in handheld or in uh tv mode a bit of both I only did you did you notice like a difference in in the frame rate? 
uh, I did notice that um, I they don't have a good way of telling if the the you know how in Guitar Hero there was the thing that would set like milliseconds off. Yeah. Um, that it has that in Melody of Memory, and it's not great. No. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so I pay, I played it mainly in handheld because it was, um, as Seth has seen with his own eyes, I'm pretty solid at rhythm games, uh, like, like Guitar Hero and stuff like that. And on TV, I just couldn't play any of the songs Hmm. well, Hmm. and it was frustrating. And I don't know if it's because of the input from the controller or from or lag or what it is it's one of the two because when i'm playing handheld it's almost fine gotcha so interesting it's something something's lost in translation there and that's that's weird i mean i I would give that yeah i would like i would imagine it was it would just be like the extra bit of it having to go from the switch to the tv but like yeah the the reason i ask is because i have i i recall reading um for like reading stuff about a game which I played on Switch, Age of Calamity, that uh, it's a game that you can, when lots of mobs are on the screen and you are doing specific attacks, you can encounter lots of uh, slowdown in the game. Oh um, yeah. Apparently though, it is a lot more prevalent on um, the TV mode than it is on handheld. I guess just because they like scale stuff down when it's not playing through the tv um, yeah so i don't know I, I i wonder like how much of that goes goes into play uh for a game like this i definitely <laughs> ran into that in age of calamity uh because there was a while where i was trying to play it on my tv in the living room and it was struggling so uh for the big action set pieces at the end seth i tried to play on the tv to where i could hear it through the sound bar and stuff and yeah eventually i just gave up on that but, yeah, yeah, it's it gets uh it gets rough. Uh so although yep. yeah, well that's neither here nor there. If Age of Calamity c- pops up, uh we'll we'll talk some more about it. All right. Melody of Memory number 14. That means What does that mean? That means Seth, you are on the clock. Oh, nice. Now this is tough. So, by nature of a snake draft, I do have back-to-back picks, so I can take a little bit longer. Also, it's going to be annoying to go from my notes app to the uh, soundbite, but <laughs> I figure I'll uh, I'll figure it out. Um, huh, let's see. Where do I want to put this? I hmm. I guess if, we'll just. If you we'll... excuse me for a moment, um, my neighbors are yelling outside. No clue what's going on. So if oh. you hear them, I'm sorry interesting um uh regarding the previous game we're talking about david were you was that maybe not to give anything away but is that something that you 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 know you were if 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 the the opportunity strikes if the value is correct that might that might end up being a pick that you would make I will say that I didn't quite think of having Remind on the board, but now that it's been brought up, not, it's no, not, not Remind. I meant Age of Calamity, which we were just previously speaking of. It's not. Uh, it's 
on my mind, but it's not prescient. Like it's not okay. Super uh, that's high. fine. I then for uh, and pick number pick number thirteen. I am going with Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, um, the sort of prequel uh, to <laughs> what the the game we all thought was going to be the prequel to Breath of the Wild, in the style of a uh, Dynasty Warriors game, uh, and also the sequel to a uh, game very close to my heart, the original Hyrule Warriors. Um, I really enjoyed Age of Calamity. Um, it it took a bit for me to get into it uh, and, and to find that groove where it was scratching that itch that I wanted it to. Um, but as the game progresses, it kind of opens up into avenues that are more familiar and, and did more for me um, uh, in, in what I wanted from like uh, a Warriors game and from a game which is sort of continuing the storyline well con- is continuing the word to use uh pre preceding we, we the storyline i guess um and possibly continuing it uh so it was it it did a lot of things that i was not really expecting with the story which i thought were awesome it had one of the best single moments in a game that i think i have experienced all year where i uh literally yelled at the top of my lungs it was fantastic uh and so just based on that it deserves a spot on this uh countdown on this 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 top 15 um and it was a game i really enjoyed yeah i um i concur with your positioning of this game um I I think it may have ended up a little higher, but I don't know if I would have chosen it myself knowing that you had a much fonder reaction to the game than yes. I did. The... So see that's you know, that's that's the, the beauty of the draft is I as I'm trying to think, I wanna get all my favorite games on this list. But also right. I, I have to assume that my compatriots might choose some of them, so I have to you know, there's some strategy involved in where we are. Yeah. Um, where where we're where we're placing things. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't put a short hike. Oh, I might. I'm kind of. I feel like I've undersold a short hike, but it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. All right, so that is number thirteen, Age of Calamity. Uh, I am, of course, still on the clock, being a snake draft. Um, and for uh, what should I? Uh, where will I go with this? Um, I'm just gonna. Man, I guess I'm just gonna follow my board here, um, and with the with coming in at number twelve, I wonder if that sound effect is gonna get old by the by like ten. I was just now. thinking that. Oh, it will, <laughs> but we're gonna use it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Risk of Rain two. Ooh, um, a the 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 sequel to the two man i guess this one is also may, may have been two man but the two man developed risk of rain on pc uh hapu games really they they took a 2d concept brought it to life in 3d um it's really a lot of fun 
a lot of uh, replay value given that it is is a kind of roguelike. Um, and it was a game that unexpectedly became a really fun co-op experience with my roommate who um, upon coming uh, who came into my room one night as I was playing it uh, and he saw it and decided that he wanted to purchase the game and so he did and <laughs> it became a game that we played together a lot and it's it's really nice. fun really really tight mechanically um a lot of a lot of variation on, on the different characters and and a lot of stuff to unlock um and the promise of more stuff coming up so it's a very fun game yeah i think by the time i had almost chosen to um purchase the game it was near the time where i felt like you were waning on it and so i ended up deciding not to and if yeah. you get super back into it i may purchase it but yeah uh and in- just uh a bit of a draft talk here an interesting trend is developing the previous three games have all had of in the title <laughs> oh it's very true wow oh where will this take us? Yeah, I don't know. If... Yeah, we're getting are we getting a run on of games? We'll we'll have to uh... continue watching to see. Um, all right. So, uh, I believe Seth. Where? Whoops. Where Where <laughs> does that put us? Well, that was pick twelve, and it's time for number eleven. And Forrest, you are on the clock. Well, I'm sorry to say, I don't have any more of games in my list. Ah. Uh, so, I, come to again, an end at some point. the rage will feed into me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go with Doom Eternal. Oh, come oh, on, dude. I, I know. I was, dude, I, going into this, I was like, I'm going to draw out the me doing the pick so we can play the sound effect. <laughs> I... <laughs> Number 12. Spoiler Doom alert. Eternal, yeah. So I, <laughs> um, but uh, so I was kind of I was kind of meh on this uh, app like immediately after playing it, but I've really softened on it over the year. Um, also, it's like one of the only shooters, one of the really only one of the big shooters that came out this year, out of like two that I can really properly name of off the top of my head. Uh, shooters have always been kind of a favorite genre of mine. Um, the gunplay in Doom Eternal is great. The problem comes down with level design and combat encounters, ultimately, which, like, you could still have a good, like, an enjoyable time getting through, especially with just the whole Doom aesthetic, especially with the soundtrack and just how cool you feel playing the game. Um, my first playthrough of it did not feel that way, though. But like subsequent playthroughs did, it got so the game got better for me. Um, so yeah, that's that's my next pick. An interesting choice to say the least. Uh, very. This game has a lot of admirers and a lot of uh, its detractors on the internet. Uh, it does. Certainly, certainly has great bloodlines. Uh, you, you, we can't we can't take that away from it. Um, no, but I... it is you know it's a bit. <laughs> It's it's a bit of a risky choice. You you're not you're not sure how this one this could go either way depending on who plays it. 
Yes. Also, I'm I'm doing some picks that I know y'all aren't going to do early on in the list in the hopes that my like top 2 picks uh make it a little higher up. Oh, yeah, we're all, mean. you know, we're all trying we're all vying to get our our number strat- 1 in that yeah. top spot. Yeah. yeah, we're doing a strategy here. So there you have it. Number 11, Doom Eternal from Forest Lips to your ear holes. I thought that was number 12. No. no, it's number 11. Oh, I'm dumb. I said 12 earlier going into it. My bad. Uh, All right. David, it's... With, with pick number 10, you are on the clock. All right. I started the timer. Um, Man, so I'm starting to realize how little picks I have left. Uh <laughs> Let's see. I know that I have four more picks. I'm getting down to the wire. I know that Seth gets the top spot, so I can't... And he'll use it wisely. I I, I can hope. only hope he'll use it wisely. <laughs> uh, I've, I've wasted half of my clock. With um, all, this, all this dithering. I know, I'm nervous. Uh... All right, I've got my pick. All right. Number 10 in the Suplex to Sticks Games of 2020 draft goes to uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. And very good pick. I I'll, yeah. yeah, it's a good pick. I'd agree. I, I was nervous. I didn't want it to go super high. Because I still feel like I want to give the game its due. It's a great game. Oh yeah, rock solid game. Rock solid game. Very similar to its previous, to its predecessor. It, you know, you got to give it credit where credit is due. It learned from its predecessor. Some of those quick time events from Spider-Man, it turned into interactive boss battles. Yep. And really cut down some of the fat. It did. Not, it left not not a whole lot of uh, collectibles out there. The ones that were in the game made sense Indeed. within the context of the story. Uh, yeah, it's certainly it's a pared down experience, but one might say for the better. Yeah, you know, it left you wanting more, and you can only hope that Insomniac will deliver on that in the future and yes. not leave our boy Miles in the shadow of Peter. I agree. Um, I think that the the kind of leaving you wanting more is a great quality in a game, but I think there's also a sort of sense that the game feels a bit like a stepping stone kind of like it it's an appetizer for the next part of the story maybe rather than like it is a story on its own, but it it almost like at the end of the game once it's over it kind of feels like okay, now I'm just waiting for that rather than marinating and what I just played. Indeed. Yeah. But All right. again, a great game. So let's see. That puts and us to... you're still on the clock, David. You have uh you have the next pick. Alright, I am I started the clock. Now um... remember, Forrest, if the clock runs out, and David has not picked. You can race to the podium to get your pick in. Oh wow! So there, no. so there is some 
you know, there's some if if you just want to talk for a minute and like like filibuster him basically and not yeah, like yeah. you're doing the microphone. Mm. I won't accept this. Like he's They're, doing what do you mean? He's not stalling at I'm, all. I'm explaining the yes. rules to Forrest. Yes, because how I'm much, not how much time is left entirely. on that clock, by the way. Uh we got about like twenty seconds, give or take. Mm. Uh he's explaining it to me because I've never really done a draft thing before, okay. you know. David. I've got my pick. Oh, oh. <laughs> we have four <laughs> You can talk over the sound; it's fine. Oh, they do. The number, they do in the NFL. The I number think. nine pick in the Suplex to Sticks video game draft goes to Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition. It came out at the beginning of the year. Uh, I got to experience it all in one go. I don't want it to go much higher than this, uh, only because I. I'm not sure I liked the ending, um, but I loved everything else leading up to it, even though it didn't always make me feel good. Um, it was a great experience, something I'm very happy that I experienced, and I think everyone should experience this game. Um, and now it's a much easier for you to do so because it's all out in one one go now instead of taking upwards of a year or two between episodes am i correct on that seth yes um uh, interestingly or not i still have yet to play it um you know i would love to sit down and talk with you after you finished it uh because i i have a lot of feelings about the fifth episode um that i haven't gotten to hash out really and it's like I don't want to spoil it for you, of course. Yeah. So it's, it's 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 a strange position for me. Like it's one that I was greatly anticipating. Um, I got in with like I think after the second episode, um, and I waited and played the third one, but it it just like. Something about the waiting, like once the fourth episode, and and there's all the interstitial stuff too that I was inter- that I was like keeping up with. I don't know it. It's like there is the the fact that I've waited so long and then didn't play the fourth episode because I knew that the the complete game was coming out. It's like I have built up this kind of um impenetrable fortress around the game that like i'm i'm not willing to emotionally like break through um i don't know it's weird like i want to play the game but i also don't want like to experience the end of it i guess right and i i think that feeling also follows when you are playing the game for the first time even though it's all out. Um, I've talked to you about it before, but I had to take like day-long breaks in between playing the episodes where it's like, it was just a lot to absorb and take in and process. And um, One day I played, I think I told you about, like I played two episodes in a row, and by the end of it, I was just like, that was kind of a mistake. Um, And it was like, I felt exhausted. So, uh, very good game, and 
uh, very prescient for uh, a lot of things happening right now. And I, man, what a great game. <laughs> it's it's hard to go into it without spoiling some of the great things in it. And yeah. so it's a, it's a point and click adventure and it they translate it very well to consoles. So play it, enjoy the music and the story. And um, yeah, number nine. That's what that is. I've noticed when you always talk about that game, you always sound so dour and reserved. It's but I know you like it a lot. Yeah. Which normally when you do like you're pat like you're energetic and passionate about it, but you're the exact opposite and that's so intriguing to me. And it makes me want to find out why. Yeah. It's <laughs> I mean, there's things in the game that make me feel happy. Like it's not an entirely uh, there's things in it that are very good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, good doesn't always have to mean that it makes you feel good. Yes. So. Seth? Yes. Forrest. Seth. You're on the clock. Don't give away your pick before he plays the music. Ah, yes. My. Oh, what number are we at? <laughs> we are uh, at number eight. Number eight. My pick number eight is... Oh, you have your pick already? Yeah, I'm thinking while you guys are talking. Pick is in, baby. <laughs> oh. Because then, then I can't lose my spot, you know, to a filibuster <laughs> or anything. My pick number eight is the Resident Evil 3 remake. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, my God. But I have legitimately good reason here, I think, Sure, it's not as good as the 2 remake or as good as Resident Evil 7 as you guys have experienced this year, (laughs) but it's still a good game. It's still really enjoyable. It's short, but it is very replayable for me, and in the the order that I've been experiencing these games, it came at the perfect time for me because I just finished the Resident Evil 2 remake a few months prior. 3 came out, and I was still scratching for more, you know? I I needed more of that, of Raccoon City, and I got it, and I had a really great time with it. Um, All right. I mean, go for it. I mean, I could have thrown in Resi 6 and really gotten you guys riled up. Yeah, that would have not been good. Yeah, I no. mean, you gotta you gotta follow your heart, I suppose. I think you might have tricked yourself into liking this game because of the afterglow from Resident Evil Two. Um, not saying it's a bad game, but it's certainly not as good as the previous experience. And you know, this is me digging a little bit, but it's possible that you, having played that game that was really good, and be like, mm, I want more of this. Here's something that's scratches a similar itch, but not as good. Um, yeah. Well, I let my heart be my guiding key here. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, there you have it. Someone someone has to be the Jags in the draft. Yep. There's your your third-round punter. (laughs) I don't... They're not the Jags of the draft anymore. We're getting... We got the number one pick, baby. We're going to be good. (laughs) All right. Okay. Seth. Yes. It's on you. What's on me? Number seven, I believe we're at. It is number seven, which is Seth's pick in the draft. 
You are now on the clock. There it is. That's what I was waiting for. Ah. Um, number seven, huh? Man, this is this is a, this is tough. Um, because I'm I'm still trying to trying to figure out which of these picks is going to be made not by me. Yeah, that's my. I'm worried <laughs> yeah. that some stuff is going to end up too high because you do picks that I would do. Uh, you have you have 25 <laughs> seconds left. Yes, I know. Um, hold on. Now I have to get the sound back up. Um. Oh man, this you is have ten one. seconds. This is tough. This is so tough. It's okay. Ah, I ran to the podium. I got there. <laughs> of course, I have the next pick. It's not a big deal. Um, I. For number seven, I actually, I think I like this game more, but uh, because of strategy, uh, you know what? I might have to change my mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going, um, oh, this is so dumb. <laughs> I'm going uh, Persona 5 Royal. Oh, I was waiting for that. Oh, man. You know what? It would have gone higher if... If, if it was on if you. If you didn't pick it now. So, <laughs> Did you finish that game, David? I'm about 45 hours into it. So halfway. Man, and you were about to put it on the on the board. That's, that's impressive. I don't um, think you understand how much that... Okay, you talk about it first. And look, then, I it's understand everything. I played... I had that first <laughs> experience with it. With the, with the base game. Um, so... <laughs> like, I, I understand that kind of the the way it hooks you although but when it hooked me i played through the whole game um so <laughs> i guess i'm just surprised that you would express a desire to put it higher on on the on the uh on the list considering you it it didn't even it hasn't pulled you enough to actually see through the end um i think but anyway, some games are good enough that you so can it's reasonably true. talk about them like that so yeah for sure for sure so i know the gameplay loops enough uh, especially being 45 hours in. Um, but also it's the fact that I don't know if it's because you introduced the game to me or how the game ended up being in my life, but it has, before I even played it, it permeated, like it, it struck a genuine chord with me between the music and the design and the art style. Like everything about it appealed to me. and. I, it's, I don't know. There's something about it that really strikes really true to everything I like about video games. Yeah, I get Um, it, man. The issue Um, is the length, uh, which is, (laughs) which is fine because I know I love the game. And every time I go to it, I don't feel bad about playing it. But I also don't know, like, I have a real hard time sitting for full... 40 hour chunks playing a game um and when you almost double maybe triple that in a game it's difficult for yeah. me so. yeah it's it's not a mountain that everyone can climb and it is a mountain like it's it's a, it is a very big uh time sink to play this game 
Um, Especially when I don't know how you played it, Sith, but I'm listening to the voice acting and I'm not like fast forwarding through dialogue. So like it's really time consuming for me. Yeah, I, I don't I can't actually say offhand what I did. I know that when I played it the first time, I listened to all the dialogue. I like I feel like I did it. I, there's probably stuff that I skipped over that I knew I had already heard before. Um, I think with all the new stuff, I, I made sure to catch all, all the voice acting, which is great. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot more that I can say about Persona 5 that I have not already said in, I don't know, over like 10 episodes of this podcast. Yeah. Um, it's... A, and Persona 5 Royal specifically is a very good addition to a great game. Um, yeah, it was a great time. It was a wonderful experience. And I think, like, the timing of it was really great. Like, people will talk about Animal how Animal Crossing was kind of their pandemic game, and it sort of became, like, this regular structural thing in their life. Well, I think, for me, that kind of... I never played Animal Crossing, and I think uh, Royal kind of ended up being that for me, just because the of the great length of the game, um, and I could just continually sit down and invest time in it, um, and going through through like the days and just sort of doing the the menial tasks. Um, very good game, uh, that I really enjoyed and was very happy to experience it again this year. So there's your. Number seven, seventh best game of this year, according to Suplexistix Persona 5 Royal. All right, coming in, number six. The sixth best game, according to Suplexistix, according to all of us, we all agree on this. The sixth best game is Cross Code. Huh. Yeah. Okay. We do agree on this. So go ahead, Seth. Tell us why. Well, I... Um, one, first of all, I'm glad that I went to play this on Xbox rather than on Switch because of the... I, I'm afraid that, like, I'm pretty sure the Switch version is fixed now, but it had issues at the beginning that kind of turned some people off. I think it might have turned you off, David. Spoiler, um, uh, it is not fixed. Ooh. Oh, they, they said it was, but I tried to go back in after. Uh, yeah, love it. Yeah, so this uh, sort of Zelda-like, um, a, a throwback to the, the the Super Nintendo early kind of PS One days. Um, it was. It's a lot of fun. The 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 the, the combat is great. The music is great. The dungeons, the puzzles, they're all great. The story was great. I just, I really, really enjoyed this game. Um, it kind of... the. I hesitate to say it sort of lost a little bit of steam at the end, like, narrative-wise. Um, but it did, like... The, it, it sort of happens with a lot of games where exploration is a big thing, and then once you've explored everything, it's like, eh, well, this game feels a lot smaller now. Um, so it, it, it lost a little bit of that, but the, 
the boss the ending like sequence was super cool um and there is the promise of further uh dlc to come which is exciting um very cool world just a, a really really fun experience um it's on, out, out there on game pass everyone should go play it it's very good great yeah it's it's higher on my list well it's it's higher on my board than the position that it was taken in um oh really but, okay. but you know we have to make these choices um to make sure that we're getting we're get we want to get stuff on the board first and foremost so i'm i'm willing to sacrifice a, a few spots to be able to to make sure that this gem gets its due this is your last pick before the the final one it is and i don't so. think i could i don't think i could put it at number one um so this is a good spot for it it makes me nervous for my two picks coming up uh depending on what forest picks here so yeah um i i'm glad yes. you enjoyed the game i the small amount of time i played it i enjoyed it also uh i may it's... need to dip back into it on xbox because it uh just so framey and not great on the yeah. switch it's a really good game um so there you have it number six uh forest you are on the clock i am off the clock Getting that in quick. That's smart. Yes. Unless it's uh, a bad unless it's a bad pick, then it was dumb. I think this pick is perfectly suited for its position, uh, given what other games I want to take the the top picks. Um my next pick is gonna be Animal Crossing New Horizons. You Ooh. know what? I I can I, I think that's solid. Uh I think this game came out at a perfect time. Um it in while I didn't play as much of it uh, compared to David or almost anyone that I know really, um, I saw a lot of really great times with it, and it got me playing and connecting with people that I hadn't like talked to regularly in years. Um, and I I still think about it a lot, even if I haven't gone back and made huge progress in it. But I think the game is a really good like distillation of what this year became for a lot of people you know and like what they needed to get through it especially in those first really tough few months david you look deep in thought i'm not very happy with that oh i'm sorry you can you can <laughs> because it kill means me on... i'm gonna have to put something else <laughs> up higher than i want to because but then again, I'm also relying on Seth to pick one of the games that I would put yeah. in my two. But you see, I am relying on you to pick those games. <laughs> yeah, and I'm because... relying on both of you to pick these games. Uh, this is... Uh, I'll just say, have I, have, I have three games left on my board that one of them will be at number one. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> of course. You have to pick one. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that you pick the other two. There's one that you will not pick, and so I'm hoping that the other two, even though, <laughs> I, we'll we'll, we'll right, get into right, this. Let's yeah, talk later. about but Animal Crossing. Yes, real quick. Animal I'm... Crossing. I so just before you talk, David, I have not played the game, but I've I think I I've 
made it clear in here that I think that this game has to be examined like from the lens of what happened this year and what it meant to people. Yeah, because I reality think like we live in. Right, I think outside of like mechanically what the game offers itself was sort of, it it magnifies what it is based on like the service for lack of a better term the service that it provided for people in creating like the a sort of quasi life that wasn't possible in reality yeah and i i i man i really do hope you start playing it eventually especially because of the special interactions you get with your friends um and and with family members so our nephew uh is he got a switch recently for his birthday uh well that wasn't recently i don't know i can't remember when he got the switch but he got animal crossing with it and i just get texts from him from his ipad like uncle david let's play animal crossing and then he like he just has like a balloon for me or something that he just was like, I found this and um, I don't have a balloon, but I thought you would like it. And so he just gives it to me. And it's like, I don't, how do you share that? Like any sort of reaction? Yeah. Like he's like, it's so <laughs> insane to have this, you know, interaction with people. And I mean, I could just go see my nephew, but it's like, he he wants to interact in this video game world and he's not necessarily the best at playing the game like he's he doesn't have his house all the way unlocked like i do or like he doesn't have a ton of bridges and stuff but he's like you know doing his best yeah and it's endearing um i have to like give him materials and stuff it's funny but you know he just gets so much joy out of running around and playing hide and seek yeah. on his island and um so it's it's kind of become a thing and you know for a while it was it was that and i it's so weird my relationship with this game seth can remember at the beginning of the game i got kind of frustrated it's gonna get it's gonna get personal for a second um my my relationship with the game was really mirror mirroring how i was treating uh, the rest of the world at the time. And it's that I wanted to be left alone playing it. Um, like I really was pushing people, like people were like, David, come visit my island. And I was like purposefully like muting people on like my phone and stuff like that that were like bothering me to play Animal Crossing because I just, it was really overwhelming. And on top of all the overwhelming things happening at the time, I couldn't deal with it. Um, but as I slowly... Like, there was one day where Seth kind of snapped at me. Uh, it was, Good he job, said, Seth. He, uh, he said, I can't believe you're complaining to me about people wanting to play video games with you. I don't know if you remember texting me this, Seth. But I, I do. I remember it specifically. Um, and so that kind of made me start to warm up more to playing with other people. Um, and so it's... It's so weird to watch your actual life mirror into this video game world that's very fictional. Um, but yeah, it was. It's very special how this game that you know it it affected everyone at the right time 
uh, created massive success for Nintendo to the point where they just didn't release much for the rest of the year, <laughs> um, whether or not that was on purpose or not. And uh, the I believe the Switch is still in short uh, stock because I think people are still trying to get into this game um, and they're supporting it very well. So it's it's at a well-deserved place on the list even though I don't like where it's at because I don't like that I have to choose two games to go over it. Yeah. And you better choose them because if you don't, you're going to be... <laughs> so, it's someone, if you don't, we're all going to be upset. I've made the case on this podcast that Animal... Like, I can't put it on my list, like, on my board anywhere because I haven't played it, but I think... I have made the case that Animal Crossing is the game of the year, um, specifically for the reasons that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. David. It's about that time. You better, uh, yeah. you better, you better make those, make those correct decisions, uh, because you are on the clock. I know what's going right now. So, uh, my pick is in. It hurts. I'm scared, David. It hurts so bad. <laughs> I don't like any of this. Because uh, I know what Seth is going to pick for number one because I'm not an idiot. <sighs> David, number, give it to us. Number, number four. Yeah, number in four. This, in the Suplex the Sticks video game draft is. It's gonna be Hades. No, <laughs> no, it has to be Crap. Hades. It's a. I was worried Forrest didn't play enough of it. You've ruined me, David. <laughs> it's, it's, oh man, uh, high contention. Um, it's one of my favorite games, uh, of all time. Really, yeah. I don't think I've. I don't think I've had a game hit me. You know what? And I I can, you know, Seth can remember this far back. Um, I can't even say it surprised me. Because the moment that trailer hit for the pre for the pre-release, I was like, oh, that's a me that's my sort of yeah, game. That, that is true. I remember and, like you were you were bought in just from that from that original trailer. Yeah. From back when it was announced as a early access yeah, game, and I, I, that. I decided, you know what? No, I'm gonna wait. Um, Wasn't that during a Game Awards? It was either Game Awards or E3. Um, I can't remember. I can't either. Uh, I, I know I saw that trailer at the time though, and because it was early access, like it was gonna be on PC, I knew that I was never gonna be able to play it. So it coming out on the Switch was like such a godsend. Oh yeah, I don't think I've I've I mean I've popped uh I've popped really hard during some Nintendo Directs. But you know, seeing that Hades was coming to Switch with 1.0. Yeah. Um I yeah, lost it was my mind. it was exciting. Um and it's crazy like this is a game that probably none of us would have actually played had it not come to Switch and it is arguably the best game of the year and one of the better games in like the last 5 years. Um 
It's really, really a fantastic game. Probably underserved here at number four. Yeah, David. Thanks. Um, when I say you ruined me, I mean this literally. I bet I can. It's probably the one game. I think there's only one other possible game, but this is the one game that was for sure on all of our lists. Yes. And yeah. and probably like the only one that we we each can say, yeah, this was one of the best games of the year. Yeah. Um, Hades was announced at Game Awards 2018, by yeah. the way. Uh fair it's it man, it's a great game. Um so much heart and charm in it. And it feels great to play. It's so exhilarating and exciting. I love it. It's really great. Uh, it you have to question the value a little bit, but um, of the of the choice. But no one can argue that this is one of the best games of the year. Definitely worthy to be in the top five. Oh and yeah, is, for sure. Um, I was hoping for top two, to be honest. <laughs> listen, I did not trust you to pick it. I thought you were going to put Resident Evil <laughs> no! Revelations or something. No! I may be a fool, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> uh, I may be dumb, but I ain't stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, David, um, after that, you you still have one more one more choice to make. And I wish it wasn't this low, but I I know the pick I have to make. So you don't know if you have the is, strength is the to pick do it. in? I don't know if I have the strength. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I must do. <laughs> God, I want to die. <laughs> oh, this was Seth's idea, and it's all his fault. <laughs> this is the definitive list. <laughs> all right, Seth. All right, should I play the sound? The the pick is in. You know, I thought I would get tired of it by now, but I haven't. No. You know, we all experienced this game. Seth and I played it. Yep. I'm going to slap you if this is what I think it is. (laughs) Forrest enjoyed it. But this, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm so mad with you right now. (laughs) I I didn't trust you to pick it. You're going to pick. I know... I've been burned by you before. <laughs> the moment you picked Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. I was stalling for the, for those these two games you have just said. Oh, man. I was hey, playing the bad guy fantastic. at first. That's amazing. So the good guys could win in the end. We, If you look back, we've, we did like four episodes on Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. We could, we could still do more. And we could still do <laughs> yeah. more. I, this is uh, it's, this is a great game. It's, it's oh man, this is like I remember having no idea what to think about this game. Um, of course, there is the whole development of it that was comical, um, <laughs> but then when it was finally like it's coming out, it's like okay, I don't really know what this is. Uh, then I played. I proceeded to play the original game. Um, and with that context, I was then again like, "Wait a minute, they're doing what? How is this going to work?" Um, I think I remember when you chose to play the original. I was so excited for you. Yeah, um, I think that 
the, there was a lot of skepticism about what this was going to be and how and if like it was going to be necessary and if they were going to be able to pull it off and man this is it has some rough and some it has some rough edges and some definite lulls in the game but man what an outstanding experience um i love this game so much it is so fun um i'm so glad that i played the original one before so i have the the insane context of mm-hmm. the things that are in my brain now yeah exactly um, and it's it's so it's so good you guys i i remember talking about the demo and how it's like that when they first when you first played it um like when they put it on the on the store that first little section and it's like this i i still don't know that if i have experienced a better opening to a game no yeah near perfect yeah this Ugh. is my favorite game that i didn't get to play this year because and i now didn't you have can. the hardware and now i can i'm going to buy it with my next paycheck on friday because it's on sale for 50 percent off <laughs> really great value <laughs> yes absurdly <laughs> I mean, if I got to play this game, this would have been my number one. I want I want to really emphasize that um, Hades would have been number one, except for the fact that I was hanging out with Seth a couple weeks ago and over the holiday break, and we were still talking about this game. Yeah, and still yeah. talking I... about implications. Yep, I think the that... implications. It's not really fair to Hades that it does not have the kind of baggage that Final Fantasy does. <laughs> yes. And this game does and like but yeah. the fact that it does and the way the things that they do in the story like it it sticks with you and makes you keep thinking about it in a way that Hades is unable to because it stands by itself and is like a fully enclosed package. Um, we we cannot quit Nomura. It's, yeah, so it's like it's on the one hand we keep going back to him. Uh, it's it's sort of unfair to be like, hey, see that game is actually finished. So I don't like once I'm done with it, I stop thinking about it. It's 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 almost not fair, but like I'm okay game. with it because the game what like. The game they presented is so good and creates so many threads that you're just like, I need more of this. Pump it into my veins. Um, it's it's an incredible game. I mean, I, I... So the thing is, I also look at how much a game grabs me and how, how much of a game I'm inspired to complete. So you can look at a game like Age of Calamity where... Um, a game isn't out that I care about yet, but I'm ready to trade that in. Like I'm ready to not play it again, <laughs> but I a hundred percented. Well, besides the absurdly hard boss fight, uh, the Bahamut fight, which yeah. is completely optional. So it's not like a spoiler, mm-hmm. but, um, like yeah, this I, is, I, this is one I've tossed back and forth. The idea of going and playing it again, just because like, it's so good. Yeah, and I I want I want those sweet moments with Jesse again. Yeah, oh man, and the the so it's not even 
Uh, it's so much new that was brought to the table. Like, Roche was so good. One of my favorite things to come out of this year. Yeah. Um, and feasibly, in my brain at least, the, the Sephiroth in Smash is the Sephiroth from... Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, that is also what I think. And it does it doesn't make any sense. But it's hilarious to think about. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? It got me to know that someone else in this dark, twisted, absurd world, someone else loves Final Fantasy VII Advent Children like me. And so Forrest is here. And one day oh, I, we'll I get Seth to watch I thought it. you were going to say that person is Tetsuya Nomura. <laughs> Well, it's very obvious that him and Sakurai love Advent Children. Yes. Because the entire Smash Sephiroth trailer <laughs> was, was Advent just Advent Children. Children. Um, oh, man. Bless him. But, yeah, this game was special. And I didn't know if Forrest... I know you're not picking it, Seth. I know what you're picking. That... I should have seen Aww. it. Um, so I didn't even think about it till right now. So the thing the past is, before you has revealed itself. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! It's um, and so the thing is, I have a feeling what Force is going to pick next, and I'm I'm actually kind of okay with it if if he picks this. Um, yes, but so picks before what? he does before he does that, I have to tell him that he is on the clock. Oh no! I. <laughs> So, I, I I don't even know what to say. Like, Hades was going to be my pick for right here. I had no other plan because you did I, this since to I me did with Animal Crossing, you, since I didn't get to play Seven <laughs> Remake, I was going to take the Hades spot for right here, and then hopefully you've got thirty seconds. I've got nothing in my head, buddy. Unless if you want me to say my game of the year from last year, no. <laughs> There are certainly <laughs> games that we all played together. That... That's true. It's and I expected you to pick it for the list. My mind is blanking right now. Oh my you, gosh, like... dude! We we all played it together in October. <sighs> October. Yes. We all played it for I've because it was pick. scary. <laughs> Okay, He's got his pick. I've got my okay. pick. <sighs> I didn't want to be in this position. You put yourself I, in it. Yeah, you, you put me here. You put yourself here. <sighs> Gosh, I don't even... I don't even know what number we're at now. We're on number two. We're on number, number two. two. I can't believe this. This is the second best game that we all played. <laughs> yeah, we Definitively, all played we all agree on this. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Forrest, what is number two? Resident Evil 7. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, my, I'm burning up right now. I, my skin feels like it's turning red. I'm scratching. I'm I'm anxious all over. I hate this. I hate this so much. Oh my god! I'm so mad. You know, 
This is a great game. It's fantastic. Yeah, we did a whole show about it. Yes. I'm not mad it's here. I don't think it deserves to be I here. I don't think it does either. It's Look, it's... I mean, we all agree it is the second best game we played all yes, year. Yes, this but, is the definitive list. But, after yeah, all. it's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is... I mean, this is exactly what I was hoping for when we... I, when i presented this this format um i did not conceive of this there is something to be said that this is we all like we collectively made a decision hey we're gonna play this game and i'll kind of experience it simultaneously um and i think i think that 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 elevated it for us um in a way that it might not have otherwise I mean, yeah. If you're if we're following the trend of suplex of sticks, yeah, it's like when we played Far Cry Five together. Um, <laughs> so that was your where it took a, a terrible worst game that we played that year and made it a mediocre experience. <laughs> so it makes sense that a game we played collectively that is good to great made it to number two of our top games of 2020. <laughs> that's that's game how from, it goes from like 2017. Yeah. I mean, of course, you could have said Watch Dogs. No. I would have been <laughs> crucified. I would have been murdered. I would have hated myself for that. And I wasn't going to say Deep Sea 5 Special Edition, because, like, as much as I love that... I'm proud of you. You know what? No. <laughs> exactly. You know what? At the end of the day, you you really were a wild card with the Kingdom Hearts in the beginning, but you didn't pick Devil May Cry 5 yep. Special Edition. You're welcome. So, I'm Growth. I, I, you know I do love to see growth. There's two <laughs> There's two Resident <laughs> Evil games on your pick. I hate it. I hate it. Here. And it so is on, that's, it's on brand. It's on brand. It's on brand. I was I was trying so hard to play play the bad guy in the beginning so I could be the good guy towards the end and now I've ended up being the bad guy. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Uh, so before we get in, we before I deliver the last pick, do we want to do we want to talk a little bit about our boards, or should we wait until after uh after we get number one? I mean, we all know what it is. I would be shocked if it's anything besides what I assume. Yeah, it is. I now that the road is clear. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a, a, the skies we'll, are unclouded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll just we'll 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 do this thing. Hold on. <laughs> the final pick is in the game which we all agree is the best game that came out this year. The game which I was playing right before we got onto this call is Neo 2. Right before this call. Oh my gosh. This is um, so. This is a character for you. I can't. Well, blame look, it. I. This is the best game of 2020. We all so agree. I'll give you a little bit of of uh, behind the scenes. My number one on my list was Final Fantasy VII remake. Number two was Hades. Number three was Neo. Um, so I'm not mad about the placement of this relative to uh, this is what, crazy uh, relative to its place on the board. Uh, and I think that for me personally, it probably is my game of the year. Um, even though I don't, I don't think it's as good 
as the two that I had above it. Um, but because of the um, the way it just pulled me back in consistently and it became this something that I could um, just sort of play through like whenever. Um, and alongside the fact that they released three packs of DLC this year that um, in it sort of furthered the story, but it brought in new interesting characters uh, that I was interested in like learning about and which playing the game made me go out and read about the history of the characters uh was 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 an like a, a little fringe benefit i think like this is i think this is a great game um it certainly is a souls like and therefore will not be everyone's cup of tea i think it is a bit more palatable than other souls like games but look this is this is a great game and if you ask me it's fully deserving of being suplex is the sick suplex the sticks game of the year which it is mark it down um never take it back neo 2 it's baby. appropriately marked yeah that's the number one baby it's a great game and i'm probably gonna play it after we finish recording because I'm playing through that new DLC. It's great. All right. Um, so, Seth, you're the kind of ring uh, ringleader of this. Um, yes, I did am, you, kind of. Do we want to go through the list we just picked, or do we want to talk about what was left on the cut? Yes, well, floor? let's, let's, uh, we'll, we'll give, we'll give you the top 15, our top 15 games of this year, just to have it all in one little bite. Um, so we'll go back through those and then we'll, we'll talk a, a little bit more about it. So, uh, and we'll, let's, let's each do the games that we presented. So David, give us number 15. A short hike. Boris. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Memory. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Age of Calamity, number 13, number 12, Risk of Rain 2. Doom Eternal. And then I chose Spider-Man Miles Morales at number 10 and Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition at number 9. And then I did Resident Evil 3 Remake. Yep. Uh, number 7 was Persona 5 Royal. Number 6, CrossCode. Number 5, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number 4 went to Hades. And number three went to Final Fantasy VII Remake. You kill me, David. <laughs> Give us two. number two. <laughs> number two was Resident Evil 8. Dirt <laughs> 7. Ah, my okay. mind is mush. And of course, number one, the number one game that we all agree is the best game of the year <laughs> is Neo 2. Uh, so it there is. it is, your top 15 Suplex of Sticks best games of the year. Um, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about uh, what wasn't picked, boys. Um, I'm, cu- I'm curious what everyone's uh, like top uh, top four was. I already gave uh, my four basically. So so my four were all chosen. Yeah. Um, it was Final Fantasy VII remake, Hades, Animal Crossing, and then Miles Morales. That's my top four. Yeah. Um, my my top was Hades, uh, Final Fantasy VII, 
remake, and then, uh, gosh, my mind. Poor Forrest. I'm I'm ruined. <laughs> my mind is broken. Uh, I can't function anymore. You certainly made the one worst pick in the draft. I mean, yeah. we can all agree on that. <laughs> It's a shame that it happened, but it did. <laughs> Such a shame. It did shape a lot of the rest of the draft. It really did. I will say, I cut Katana Zero out because it didn't release this year. And I was trying really hard to keep it to games released this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though I liked that game so much. Yeah. And to think you ended up picking a... a game from 2017. Yeah. <laughs> um. So some of the ones that I had... We we all made, well, me and David made top tens. Uh, Forrest did not because he couldn't think of, he didn't play enough games. No, no, no. Enough, he didn't play I ten played... good games. He played more than ten games, but yes, not enough. But of not them games were good. that I consider top material. Yeah, you know. Um, I think the only ones out of my top ten that did not make it, I had Murder by Numbers and One Step from Eden, which I'm fine with those being omitted because they're. You know, they're both smaller experiences, but uh, really fun. I was actually kind of surprised you didn't throw <laughs> in the uh, the Paradise game. Yeah, like, yeah. that was, I think it was a good game, but it was also one that, like, it, I, I don't know, I, I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. Okay, okay. Um... So my three that were left on the cutting room floor, um, seven out of my ten got in there, um, was Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Mm. Uh, and then at, at the bottom, nine and ten, nine was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake. Ah, interesting. And ten was Immortals Phoenix Rising, because I've been huh. enamored with that game, and I... Um, <laughs> I have an interesting anecdote about it, but I'll save that for another episode. Um, but the way the game handles if you play ahead of certain missions and then go to do them is very funny. And yeah. I thought it was very clever. Um, but yeah, um, I had consolation prize games just in case we really got through my list. And that was uh, Marvel's Avengers and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, Forrest, did you have any honorable mentions? Just Katana Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So I want... Th- um i had a few honorable mentions of course uh i don't think it would be right to go through this episode without talking without bringing up the last of us too um certainly a a singular experience and i'm glad that i played it because um like it it's it is a good game but i don't know it just sort of the stuff I didn't like about it kind of outweighed the things that I thought were good about it. Um, and it didn't... To to me, like, I get the argument that games don't have... Like, you don't have to feel good playing games for them to be good. Um, and I agree, and David even brought that up, talking about Kentucky Route Zero, but uh, I don't know. It just... It, just it, it, it didn't do it for me. It has um, to have a real purpose. Um, but yeah, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so I just wanted to to shout that one out. One that I, a game that I love, but I don't think deserved a spot on the list, but which is a great game, 
and which did come out, which was, did come out in remastered form on the Switch, was Star Wars Episode One Racer. I I was going back through the games that we played this year, and I saw that. And I'm like, and I had the urge so badly. There's there was part of me that almost threw it at fifteen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's a great game. It's super fun. Yeah, I had a really um, great time. Yeah, it's surprising the, the, that I it's go ahead, David. It also mainly because I, w- I, I need to go and look at hours played but clubhouse games i didn't put in there because it is just a bunch of games. right <laughs> but i have played the heck out of clubhouse games um but it's just i couldn't rightfully i couldn't that could have been number good. three on our list no mm. <laughs> i'm oh, no forest man. oh god <laughs> it's not my fault so we we kind of talked about this a little bit at the top, but none of us, Forrest just totally forgot about it. Um, none of us thought to put Kingdom Hearts Three Remind on the list. Certainly, it's not a game in 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 and of itself. Um, and I thought it, I I but you know DLC packs, especially one like that, are their own kind of contained thing. Um, I thought uh, like I thought about it, but I. Just kind of thought it was too stupid, honestly. <laughs> I I thought you were going to put it in really at some point because yeah. you you really absorbed that more so than anyone else on the show. Uh because you really seemingly like relished in the challenge of... Oh yeah. I I did I really enjoyed the organization stuff. Yeah. But um the problem is like in recollecting what sticks out to me isn't those really cool boss fights that I was able to sink lots of hours into into perfecting and and overcoming those challenges. It is the dumb stuff that was included around it. Um, as much as I love Kingdom Hearts and I'm here for the dumb stuff, um, it, it I don't know some of it, it it it's 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 reaching a bit of a um, what's the word like a, a boiling point for me that so that it, it kind of. <laughs> it overrides a bit the good experience that I had. And especially because like the point of that DLC was the story and the, the data organization fights were an addition to that. If it was like the other way way around where those fights had like a narrative purpose, I think I might have uh, remembered it more fondly. Yeah. But I really did. I mean, I really did enjoy fighting those bosses. They were really fun. It was really, really cool uh, overcoming that stuff. Uh, I'll let you know, Forrest, I did have Resident Evil 7 in my honorable mention, so at least it was somewhere on my list. Thanks. I feel so great. Uh, Another (laughs) one that I had encountered the vein of Remind was the Control AWE expansion um, that I thought was cool, but it, it was more... It's the the whole context of it is wrapped up in a different game, um, and yeah. the end of it is kind of pointing you to the next game. And so, while it is an experience, everything that you get from it is because of a game like a game from the past and a game that will exist in the future. So it's sort of it's sort of like I enjoyed it, but also it's like yeah, I can't really put it on. It's kind of like Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, <laughs> but How but it's you. different. 
<laughs> it's different because that is creating a new thing out of an old thing. Um, yeah, it's different. I don't have to explain myself to you. Uh, the other thing that I could not put on this list, but which is a very good game, and I wholly recommend that I because I played it earlier this year was uh, Watch Dogs Two. There you go. Super great game. I need to know because it's it's before we move on to anything else. I need to know if you would have left off Hades or Final Fantasy VII Remake for Neo 2. I don't know. I <laughs> was really leaving it up to you two to make those choices because... You didn't want to. Yeah, like... <laughs> if... If it had fallen a little... Like, if I had started a little bit higher up, I because I considered not putting persona 5 royal like choosing it um where i chose it because i i actually had it lower on my list um than risk of rain 2 which i and aid of calamity both of which are are farther down on the list but when i so it's i think that would have been the but i but i couldn't like justify putting hades and final fantasy 7 at like five and at like six and seven right um so it was wholly i because of the way the the draft order ended up it was like i think this if this is probably going to go this way um so i kind of just have to bite the bullet and hope that that goes to the end so i don't i don't know what i would have done had you left off had you both of you somehow miraculously left off one of those games? Well, I feel like I would have had off, to. I would have if, had to stick to my board, I guess, and just dealt with the fact that Neo wasn't on there. But I also might have just chosen Neo. It would have been a yeah. tough choice. It would have been tough. It's man. It. I could definitely see this draft having gone different if we had snaked a different way. I uh, will yeah, say, David, for sure. if you if you left off either Hades or Seven Remake, I would have picked that up for the final you you picked resident evil 3 I... remake and kingdom hearts melody of memory so i wasn't leaving anything up to chance you're a wild card i assumed you were picking early on. seven as your top and so i just i i had to go and it's you've it's made, nothing against you you've you made me into the unwilling heel of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh man but you are loved, or else you wouldn't be here. Oh, I know. So, um, man, that was very fun. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> In uh, the end, I'm fine with our list. I think it's a good... Uh, I think it's a good list. I think it's a definitive yeah. list. It is It is the <laughs> definitive list. And like, we all agree on it. We all agreed on all of these rankings. Absolutely. Everything so, is rightfully yeah. where it deserves to be. It really is. And <laughs> there can be no contention with any of the choices on the list. Not at all. Uh, so I think that is the end of the draft, David. Uh, I'm gonna give it up, give the microphone, as it were, back to you to uh, conclude the podcast. How you will. So, thank you, Seth. Um, now we're at the post game. We, we have left. Oh, are we still at Radio City Music Hall? Yeah, this is the post. We're we're in the whatever you want to call the other side of the arena. We're we're back we're, in we're back in the studio. Yeah, we're back in the studio. We're wrapping Suplex up. Suplex Studios. 
So I want to talk about some of the things we talked about last year because uh, I skimmed through those episodes. Um, last year, um, Forrest said that he was going to go out of his way to play games that were out of his wheelhouse and um, even if he didn't like them. And as we've seen in the draft, that's probably not true. It's, it didn't end up being true. I would like to say not having a job for half the year really yeah. screwed okay. me yeah, in that the was middle. A, it, <laughs> is, it is difficult. And I think that the thing you just said is pr- there are probably a lot of people in America who would say right. the exact same thing. For, yes. Not specifically about video games, <laughs> just kind of about life. Yeah. So we can't, we cannot hold that against you. Yeah. So I just wanted to razz him a little about it because yeah. he did say specifically on the show that, um, and I, I, um, you know, I really looking back on the analysis, it all fell pretty fairly. I did think Forrest was going to throw some Mega Man Zero ZX stuff in there. So you don't know and, how tempted I oh, was. Oh, I know. So I think you should have. So. It's, we did in hindsight. We talked about it. My, we talked about it ad nauseum. I know, David. like four episodes worth. I love it. I love this show. I love my friends. I love that we can do stupid stuff like this. We love you. It makes me so happy um, because the thing is, me and Seth would do stupid stuff like this just to each other <laughs> before we started doing a podcast. Yeah. And so now we have other friends to join in with it. Um, so. I want to know from you guys. Uh, we don't. Twenty twenty one is still a mystery. Um, I don't even know. We had we had some unbridled enthusiasm last year going into twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone did, and <laughs> here we are. So I want to know, um, video game wise, what are you excited for next year, and what? Because I want to be able to go back next year and like listen to this and check versus our expectations yeah um so i'll go first this is a bit of predictions slash possible excitement um i am really excited for halo infinite and that game is coming out this year yes (laughs) coming out 2021 Uh. (laughs) the problem is uh last year's episode uh i apparently hyper willed into existence crackdown 3 and i had to check myself last year on the show uh so i'm just really hoping that halo infinite is great and i'm hoping with vague excitement that uh the gears studio figures out how to wrap up uh the mess they created in gears 5 still haven't talked about my feelings of that game um and i also am really amped for whatever nintendo's going to do in april uh <laughs> slash march so those Stuff are my really building to there yeah uh <laughs> they're taking all their games off of the shop Every they're gonna game, kill Mario. They're gonna kill Mario. They they're letting Sephiroth finish did. the job. Yes, <laughs> and um, they're gonna release a Nintendo Direct that is just Sephiroth killing Mario. <laughs> and Kirby will be the only one standing, uh, as he rightfully deserves to be. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's that's those are my small predictions going for like and my excitements. Um, and the show, of course, is going to keep going on. Uh, so you can't stop us. 
You can stop listening, but it won't stop us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Forrest, what are you excited for next year? I am, I'm with you on Halo Infinite, but uh, I am stupidly excited for Resident Evil Village. Mm, I, what a surprise! I know. I'm a man of <laughs> many <laughs> surprises, I guess. Um, but uh, out of outside of the wheelhouse, though, I'm. I've been thinking about Returnal a lot lately for the PS5. I don't mm. know why, but it just is permeating my thoughts, and I'm really excited to see where that goes. I think they... Didn't they say that it was coming out in 2021? What was that again? Returnal? Who, who can know? Yes. Returnal, it is. Yeah. it's on the front page of the PlayStation yes. Store right now. I remember I was looking through that the other week when I got <laughs> yeah. mine. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm really looking forward to that game. That's probably what I'm looking forward to the most uh, going forward for now outside of Halo, just because I don't know what's happening anywhere else, you know? Game studios have been pretty hush-hush. Yeah. Um, besides Sony kind of saying that supposedly Horizon and... You know what? I do need to add to mine Ratchet. Ratchet and Clank supposedly is coming within this mysterious launch window mm. of the PS5. Yeah. Um, we'll see how far into the, I'm doing air quotes, launch window, uh, it ends up yeah. being. Um, out, out, um, I also just, I'm so intrigued with Square Enix right now. They're, yeah. they're in a place where I am so interested in every main thing that they have going forward. I don't know where Kingdom Hearts is going next, but I can't wait to see what comes out because there's six studios working on that franchise now. Yeah, there's multiple games in production. Yes. Uh, Remake 2, we're not going to get it this next year at all. Who knows if it'll be called Remake 2. Who knows? But But that's another episode. (laughs) Yes. like The direction of that going forward, I cannot wait to see more. The world ends with you, Neo. Like... There's so many things. Final Fantasy 16, like, I... Man. I can't stop thinking about what is going to happen going forward from them. And the first step is with... World ends with you, Neo, next year. Yeah. Yeah. Seth, what are you excited for and uh, predicting for next year? Well... Neo 3. Unfortunately... (laughs) The fact that I came after both of you means that basically everything that I was going to say, both of you touched on. Um, So I'll throw some things that uh, I'm excited for. Digimon Survive, hopefully that finally comes out. (laughs) You thought that was coming out last year. I did. (laughs) I'm going to say it again. Say it again. I want that game. I don't know what the heck is the deal. It It was supposed to be out, but of course... COVID has affected us all, Um, especially game development. I am excited for a new Switch model. Mm -hmm. Throwing that one out there. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess I can echo the stuff about Square Enix. The I'm excited for what news we will see. We will get for the uh, the next Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy VII game, rather. Super excited for uh, The World Ends With You, Neo. Um, honestly, still can't believe that is a thing. That's crazy. Uh, excited for that anime, also. That should be fun. Yeah. Um, Persona 5, 
Strikers finally coming out. That'll be good. Uh, coming up in February. It's but it is weird. Like it's kind of an, an a big question mark about what the big stuff is. Like I think we might see God of War, uh, which would be cool. Uh, but but... Supposedly, Sony is trying to mirror. I think it was twenty eighteen. Yeah, where they had all those big games yeah. coming out in one year. I actually yeah. just started playing uh, God of War four uh, two last week. Good. Yeah. I I've definitely have softened on my opinion of that game as time has gone on. Nice. So. Yeah, so it should be it should be fun. Like I should I hope it's fun. Because it is like a big question mark. Especially Nintendo, there is really no inclination what they have cooked up. So that's weird. Like that's weird. But I guess we're kind of always like that with Nintendo. Yeah, we um, kind of don't ever know what they're actually doing. Hey, maybe yeah. we'll hear more about Metroid Prime 4 this coming year. Hey, you never know. Maybe we'll get a new Golden Sun game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? Yes. So that's that's pretty much all I have. Um, since you guys took everything that I was going to say. So thanks. Thanks a so, lot. What's your uh, <laughs> uh, random? I just want everyone to go around since anything is possible, Kevin Garnett style. Um, what is the next Smash Fighter? Or what is one of the next three Smash Fighters? Gosh. Oh, man. Uh, Sephiroth just like threw everything. Yes. That's out. <laughs> so Sephiroth is indeed the next Smash Fighter. The only, oh wait, no, he just came out. Never mind. So, like, the only thing I know is that it's not going to be Gino, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is oh, what a shame. Uh, I'm going to go with freaking Zagreus, man. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm going full wild card long shot. Uh, and it's going to be a uh, Charlie Kelly been, from Always Sunny. They've been doing really weird <laughs> characters occasionally, and it's going to be a fully digivolving Agumon all the oh way up God. to War Greymon. You madman. <laughs> You're going to be able to build up power the more you eliminate other people. Oh, Lord. And go up to War Greymon. That's insane. And that'd be great. It's never going to happen, but the popularity of the card game. The possibility of Digimon survive. It's the year of Digimon, baby, and we're gonna get be able to get Agumon versus Pikachu, twenty twenty one, and Goku yeah. will probably be there too. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna continue to speak my one wish on this horrible planet into existence. Dante's gonna be in Smash this <laughs> next year. <laughs> you know, you know, it's gonna happen. You know. I see it. You at some at point, point, you would think they would stop with anime sword boys, but it doesn't seem possible. He doesn't have to be just a sword boy. He the can more, be a gun the boy, more a Nintendo, boy. <laughs> the more Nintendo makes Nomura do Minecraft characters, the more he's going to throw his in the in the mix. Uh, uh, not Nomura. Sakurai. I was about to say, man, if Nomura got his hands on any of this, ugh. what would Nomura's Minecraft be? I don't even want to think about that. 
Uh, all right. Yes. So I'm going to rein it in. Uh, we appreciate all of you listening to our nonsense. And um, honestly, we couldn't even muster up news. It's been so, uh, you know, it's it's the end of the year. Um, so we just appreciate you listening to this be crazy and do this fun thing. And uh, make sure you interact with us in the Discord. Tell us what you think of our top 15 list. Don't tell me. And, oh, tag Forrest <laughs> at Foroboros. He'll, he'll let you know, uh, you know. And we, we talk about everything in there. Video games, music, movies. Comics. Um, everything. Um, so interact with us. Talk to us. If you need a link, message us on Facebook. It, all of the social medias at Suplexistics have a link. Um, and once again, I just can't say enough how much I appreciate and we appreciate you listening to the show um, and sh- ooh, sharing it with your friends. Um, does anyone else want to say anything before we say goodbye? Uh, yeah, uh, I've I just want to say, like, thank you to you guys. Uh, I've been on the show for a little over a year and a few months now, but I'm just really thankful for all this and all these stupid times and putting me on the spot with Resident Evil 7 is the number two pick for the game uh, top 15 games this year hey. um, but no I'm really thankful for all of this and you guys like pushing me to to try more games get get this show covering covering other stuff you know like <laughs> <laughs> and, and everyone in the discord that we talk with all the time I like it's a great time all around and it is sometimes the highlight of my weeks you know um so yeah thanks and i can't wait for next year you're welcome forrest the show (laughs) has definitely been better for you being on it (laughs) don't say that almost two years it wasn't an insult i was giving you a compliment (laughs) anyway i think that'll just about do it folks So with that, we, uh, well, David, you do the outro. All right. With that, we appreciate you as always, and we will talk at you next week. From the Suplex, the Suplex Studios, (laughs) it's David saying goodbye. Good night, America. See ya. (laughs) 